So we verse this today. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. 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 Bhakti Yoga Bhavita 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 B
quality. In times in terms of behavior. Of the executor. The appearance. by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Lord Kapila, the Personality of Godhead, replied, O noble lady, there are multifarious paths of devotional service in terms of the different qualities of the executor. Please repeat after me. Lord Kapila, Lord Kapila, the personality of Godhead, Godhead replied, replied O noble lady, O noble lady, there are multifarious paths of devotion. In terms of the different qualities, in terms of the different qualities of the executor. So is everyone comfortable with English with the class in English? Sabko thik lagta hai Angrezi class Bangla anwar to ho raha hai Hindi anwar ka zarurat hota hai Isko Hindi sab Angrezi sabko samajh mein aata hai Everyone understands So So Acha हिंदी विली ट्रांसलेट इसको अनुवाद का जरूरत है आप ज़्यादा प्यारी बात यू कैन कम इनसाइड हरि कृष्णा वेरी फ्रॉम फ्रॉम जेंट्स एनीवन एल्स नीड और किसी को हिंदी अनुवाद से जरूरत है
communicate, then how will you relate to it? How will you develop your relationship if you can become? In here also, if you don't communicate, then what will happen? There will be Bengali groups, Hindi groups, and English groups. They don't, if they don't communicate, then they will be like different islands, <coughs> different groups. Because they are not communicating. That's why I very emphatically tell everybody that those who are getting involved in the preaching activities of ISKCON, those who are becoming involved in Krishna consciousness or in ISKCON, please learn. It is not difficult. In England, even children speak English. <laughs> and I have noticed one of the main problems about learning English or speaking, communicating in English is people are afraid. Afraid of making mistakes. Make mistakes so But by making mistakes you will learn. But if you don't speak, actually when somebody hears you speak Hindi, even though it is full of mistakes, even though it is broken, they'll appreciate. They'll appreciate, oh, he's speaking Hindi. Bengali English Hindustani English And so mistakes will be there, but you will learn from the person who will, uh, he will think that, he will think happy that he is speaking. So, <clears throat> mistakes will be there. So, rather people like, sometimes people tell me that they like my Hindi because it's full of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> So don't feel afraid, don't feel ashamed, don't feel embarrassed. Speak. Even though you make mistakes, speak. Because by making mistakes we learn. And communication is very important. So you learn each other's language and try to communicate. I'll say that two languages are very important. The first is English, second is Hindi. Because we are in a Hindi speaking part of India. So we have to speak Hindi. So those who are non Hindi speaking must learn Hindi. This is a very nice verse. This whole chapter is very nice because Kapil Dev is speaking about devotional service. He's explaining devotional service. Explanation of devotional service. Lord Kapila, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, replied, O noble lady. Who is the noble lady here? 
His mother. And uh, Devahuti. And he is instructing his mother as the Supreme Personality of God. And therefore, uh, in, trans in Bhagavatam, it has been said, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, not Kopila Uvacha. Other places we find, uh, like Brahma Uvacha, Sukha Uvacha, Bhakti Uvacha, uh, Narada Uvacha, uh, Uddhava Uvacha. But here, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. So this indicates that Kapil Dev is an incarnation of the Supreme Personality of God. And specially, the subject he is speaking uh, and with the authority that he is speaking about that subject is very is like he assuming the position of the Supreme Personality. And he is addressing identifying himself. Satan Prashangan Mamovirja Sandhido. He is saying that in the association of sentry people, when the discussion about goes, the discussion goes on, and that is filled with my potency. Meaning, he is identifying himself as a certain personality. Therefore, we have to understand that these are, we have to take these words as the words of the Kapil Dev is the Supreme Personality. He is speaking this wisdom. So we must accept it, the right spirit, and with right understanding. Prabhupada is pointing out, <coughs> okay, one noble lady, there are multifarious paths of devotional service in terms of the different qualities of the executor. And Prabhupada is saying in the purport, Pure devotional service in Krishna consciousness is one, because in pure devotional service there is no demand from the devotee to be fulfilled by the Lord. But generally people take pure devotional service with a purpose. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, people who are not purified take to devotional service with four purposes. A person who is distressed because of material conditions, becomes a devotee of the Lord and approaches the Lord for mitigation of his desire. A person in a need of money approaches the Lord to ask for some improvement in his monetary condition. Others who are not in distress or in need of monetary assistance but are seeking knowledge in order to understand the absolute truth, also take the devotion service. And they inquire into the nature of the Supreme Lord. This is very nicely described in Bhagavad Gita 7.16. Actually the path of devotional service is one without a second. But <clears throat> according to the devotee's condition, devotional service appears in multifarious varieties as will be nicely explained in the following verses. So we can see Kapil Dev is making a statement here 
that there are multifarious, there are many kinds of devotions. There are many kinds of devotions. Depending upon the nature of the practitioner. When some, so what are those? Uh, they can also be classified into two in the purport Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada is pointing out that pure devotional service is one. There is no difference. Pure de there is only one pure devotion. But there are various mixed devotional Those mixed devotional services have been described in two categories also. Karma Vishra Bhakti and Karma Vishra Bhakti is when there is desire for fruitive action with fruitive results. Then that is called Karma Vishra And when there is <coughs> desire for liberation from material body, when devotional service is mixed with a desire for liberation from material body, that is called Bhuktikami and Muktikami. Bhuktikami is one who wants to enjoy this material. And they also go for devotional Those who actually there are various kinds of huh, individuals who are desirous of material. There is one kind is Nastik. They don't believe in God. They don't care. And another kind is Astik. They, they believe in God. Those who believe in the existence of Supreme Personality of Godhead or some Supreme Personality, they generally approach the demigods. And demigods to fulfill their material that's why they offer their prayers. The prayers to Devi is like Dhanam Devi, Chandi. These are the prayers. Dhanam Devi, Yasho Devi, Vishwa Joyi, Devi Devi. So Devi means give, give. Give me wealth, give me fame, give me victory in war. Give me this, give me that. So they are asking to whom? They are asking this. Or they perform different types of sacrifices and their understanding is that through the sacrifice they are going to please different demigods and they will fulfill their But ultimately they come to the Supreme Personality. Still they have their desires be fulfilled, but they are approaching Krishna for that. And Prabhupada is saying that is good. It is better to approach Krishna than the demigods. Because the demigods you know, cannot fulfill your desire without the approval of Krishna. And besides that, if you approach the demigods and his desires are fulfilled, then you will develop your faith in the demigods. 
and it will be an obstacle in your path of Krishna consciousness. You won't develop your faith in Krishna. There are many people, they are demigod God worshippers and they say that we can't give up our attachment to them. We have been worshipping uh, so many different demigods for so many years, for so many generations. How can we give up? <clears throat> but the ultimate goal of life is to develop our attachment to Krishna. <coughs> Approaching the demigods, by approaching a demigod, one will go to the abode of the demigod. Janti Deva Vrata Devan. Those who are worshipping demigods, they go to the demigod loka. But the problem with demigod loka is, Kine Punne Marta Loka Mission. Demigods reside in the heavenly planet. You may be elevated to the heavenly planet, but when your piety, is exhausted, piety is finished, then you come back to the earth planet again. condition. So why go to demigods? Because if you have to come back again, back to square one, then why waste your time in trying to go in, trying to please the demigods? So better is even if you have your faith, even if you have your desire to approach Krishna. Approach Krishna. Because then what will happen? Your faith in Krishna will increase. You will say, Dhanam Dehi, and if you get Dhanam, then you will say, well, Krishna gave you Dhanam. I asked Krishna and Krishna gave But then ultimately what will happen, in spite of having all the dhanam, you will see that you are not happy. So what do you do? When you are not happy, then you look for something else. By getting well, can, we, can one become happy? Like sometimes I come across some people, they are very rich. Very rich. But they are suffering in so Like one very rich person just got to, became sick and got, now after the test, they found out that he got <coughs> It has been good, like he was close to was somewhat Krishna conscious, he was favorably disposed. But because of this, he has become more Krishna conscious. Because he is seeing that now he has no other way but to take his He sees that with all his money, he cannot do anything. How, what, what do you do with money? I mean, you can get the treatment. He was having the best treatment. But still, sometimes it is getting improved and just the other day he phoned me and he told me that, that uh, they found some, they thought that cancer had been completely cleared, but then they found some traces of cancer cells still That means this cancer cells can expand, grow. So he is not cured. 
as it is after all these treatments, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, it's already so weak. He actually wanted to come to Mayapur, but now the doctor said he was ready to come. But I'm not Mayapur, I'm sorry. Come to Ujjain. And Mayapur also. His plan was first to go to Mayapur and then come to Ujjain and stay here. Now he's feeling so miserable, he made all his plans to come to India. But, so here we see that although he has all the money, but he can't deal with his situation, his problem. But he's intelligent, he's taking shelter of Krishna. So, <clears throat> In this way we come across so many people right? and we can see that in spite of having all the money there's so many And that is our nature. Do you think money will make people happy? Do you think the richest people in the world are happy? I know another very, very rich man. He is one of the richest Indians. And he is also very close to us. And his only son committed suicide. <coughs> Can you imagine like all the money, what is the money to <coughs> Like, how do you know, Vimal, Sri Chan, Like, Dharav, his only son, and he was such a nice boy also. And who knows what happened. And you know, his whole life, his, his wife became practically married. The only son, can you imagine the only son? And your whole kingdom, uh, all your wealth, the only person for whom you made it is gone. So the intelligent proposal is to realize that money, fame, name, position is not going to be the only thing that will matter in a real sense is your solidarity. So develop your attachment. <coughs> the other day one question came up. I was in Chandigarh. One devotee was asking the question whether one should approach Krishna for prayers to fulfill our material needs. And generally the tendency to think is gone. We think, oh, we shouldn't ask anything to Krishna. We shouldn't ask anything Anyway, we have to understand that is the highest advantage. When one has become free from complete, free from all desires and when one has complete faith in Krishna, then that means when one is in the platform of pure devotion, then only that is. But if we haven't really been that advanced, then let's act from the platform where we are in. There is no harm in asking. If you, and, um, the one of the uh, examples I gave, like when you become sick, 
You want to become cured, don't you? And you go to a doctor and you pray to the doctor, Dr. Saab, please cure me. So if you can go and pray to a doctor, then why can't you pray to Krishna? And the benefit will be, as I said, when you get cured, then your, your faith in Krishna will increase. Yes, I pray to Krishna. On the other hand, if you just approach the doctor, then you think the doctor cured you. And that's how we generally tend to think. That who cures us, but when we approach through Krishna, then what happens? Then also we go to a doctor. But then we see that Krishna sent the doctor and through the doctor he cured me. So this is how we have to become Krishna conscious. Ultimately, who is the supreme controller? Krishna is the supreme controller. Like somebody may come, if we may be in need of something. And say, for example, we are in the middle of a desert and I am dying, we are dying of thirst. And we pray to Krishna. Then soon after that, we find the person comes with a truck of water and says, okay, come and drink. Now, won't, it, won't you think that Krishna made the arrangement because we prayed to Krishna? Therefore, praying to Krishna is always going to Because gradually, it will increase our faith. And Prabhupada also clearly says that instead of praying to the demigods, if you have any prayer, pray to Krishna. Krishna probably will do it through the demigods. Because demigods are his agents. Krishna will not come and give you what you need. Like if you want some water, Krishna will come and say, unless of course you are very advanced. <laughs> like Madhavindra Puri. And Krishna himself brought milk for him. <laughs> Otherwise Krishna would bring it, but Krishna will make arrangements so that it will come to you again. And that is the meaning of Krishna. <coughs> so here, Prabhupada is pointing out, uh, that generally we find that there are very, we see that there are, how there are so many different types of devotees. People approach, devotee means who approaches Krishna. There are so many different types of devotees. Like Artha, Artharthi, from Bhagavad Gita we find Artha, Artharthi, Jijasu and Gyani. People, those who are in distress, they approach Krishna. No harm, if you are in distress, approach Krishna. If you are in need of money, pray to Krishna, approach Krishna, Arthat. If you do, if you are not in distress, if you don't need money, but still, if you want to know the absolute truth, then approach Krishna, Jikyasu. And after understanding who Krishna is, when you surrender to Krishna, that is also a very And not only these are four types of devotees, uh, there are so many different types of devotees according to not only their nature or according to their environment, according to their surroundings. Like for example, uh, the Muslims, 
They are a kind of devotee, right? They are one kind of devotee. They are believing in one Supreme Personality of God. So that means they are believing in Krishna. But they are understanding because of the language and other things, because of the culture, because that religion developed in the Middle East, in the middle of a desert, and they have certain customs. But blindly they are following those customs. And that is also another kind of devotion. Judaism also is another kind of devotion. Christianity is another kind of devotion. These are all devotional devotions. Now, Thakur explained that uh, these are different levels of lower levels. And eventually, all will come to Krishna. When they become situated in proper understanding, then if a Muslim comes across, which is happening, Many Muslims are coming, after coming in contact with Krishna, uh, with Krishna consciousness, after coming in contact with devotees of Islam, they are realizing that, that Allah means the Supreme. Allah means the Supreme. And who is the Supreme? Who is the Supreme? They don't have any information. But Iskand is providing the information. That Supreme, can there be two Supreme? Can there be... So if you are going for the Supreme, then here is the information about the Supreme, who himself is giving the information. So why don't you accept the information? So those who are accepting the information, they are becoming devotees. There are so many Christians who are understanding that God the Father is Krishna. There are so many Jews who are understanding that Jehovah is Krishna. Because in all of them are accepting one configuration. The ultimate supreme personality is one without a Sometimes of course they get into some kind of uh, Ill, uh, misconceptions or bewilderment. Uh, because they think that, uh, like Islam says, uh, don't think of him. Don't think of his form. Don't think of his form. Or they sometimes conclude he doesn't have any form. So when they say that don't think of his form, they think he doesn't have a form. But in Quran, it says Allah sits on a throne. So if Allah didn't have a form, how would he sit on the throne? <coughs> so in this way, it becomes clear that Allah has a form. But the thing is, since you do not have the proper information about the form, don't imagine about the form. That's what Quran is saying. Because Quran is giving a very basic understanding. Like when you teach uh, the primary school children, do you give them the full understanding of the subject? You give them the understanding to the extent that they can grasp it. So similarly, Christianity accepts God the Father. He's the Father, so he has a form. But they do not know what the form is. Therefore they imagine that God the Father is the old man. 
So he is God the Father, he is the original person, he must be old. And they take him as long flowing beard and an old man delivering to him with a stick in his hand, punishing him. But they, when they come to Iskon, they find out that yes, he is Adam Purana Purusha, but he is now a human. He is eternally useful. Why God should be an old man? Is old age a desirable age? <laughs> and does one enjoy at old age? Huh? At what age does one enjoy? In his youth. So God is always enjoying. So why should he be an old man? <laughs> Lying in his bed, <laughs> moaning and groaning. God is eternally youthful. Navajogvananche. And not only that, this is huh, eternal. That form is eternal. Nitya Navakishore. Satchidananda Vigra. These informations are there. So when they become exposed to the information, they accept. Actually, the ISKCON movement grew with the help of the Jews and Jewish and Christian boys and girls. When Prabhupada went to America, there was no Hindu there to help. If the Jewish boys and girls and some Muslims also, they came forward to help Shiva. And they actually helped Prabhupada to spread the movement all over the world. So this is how we can see that how everyone will eventually come to the platform of pure devotion. What Iskand is giving is the pure devotion. So ultimately, if we stay in Iskand, we'll get pure devotion. That's what it is giving. But when you're practicing, let us grow gradually. That means let us do everything with Krishna in the center. And that's what Iskand is teaching us. We don't say you stop eating. Do you ever say stop eating? You say eat. You are, if you are hungry, huh? you naturally want food. Do you say since we are pure devotees, we don't need to eat? No. As long as the body is there, we have to eat. But what is the teaching? Eat Krishna Krishna. Offer it to Krishna and then. So this is how we are learning to fulfill our body's need and at the same time develop our spiritual life. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. All glory is to Shri. Yes. What is Bhakti Yoga? Yes. Bhakti Yoga means love for the Lord. Bhakti, the word Bhakti means loving service. Bhaj. It is coming from the Sanskrit word Bhaj. Bhaj means to serve. Now, what kind of service? There can be one kind of service that we render after because we get some pain. Like, are you working? 
You, what do you do? You work. Where are you working? Empty position of government. Where? In the government? Yeah. Government. So, why are you serving there? That department? Yeah, because you get paid. Right? So, one kind of service is against pain. But there is another kind of service, like do you have children? No. Do you have a wife? No. You are not married. Do you have a father? No. Okay. So, you are serving your father also? Does he pay you any money? Why do you serve him? Because of your love for him. Right? So, service can be of two types. One is against payment, the other is out of love. So, when we serve the Lord, out of love for Him, that is God. In English, it can be simply translated as loving, devotional. So, you come to the temple? No, the first time you came? Second time. Keep coming. Associate with the devotees. And you'll see, you'll get, and you read proper books also. You have some books? Which one do you have? It is the art, Bhakti, the art of eternal love. Okay, very good. And perfect question and perfect answer. Perfect question, oh, very good. So, do you find those books helpful? Yeah, definitely. Very good. And if you have any question, you can ask the devotee. Where do you live here? That is in the city. Oh, okay, okay. I for Mahatma Mahakal Temple. So it's close by. What's your name? Kushal Singh. Vishal. Kushal. Kushal. Kushal Singh. Lion. Become like a lion like people. Any other question? Yes, Jyotir. Uh, Maharaj, when you were talking about that we should ask Krishna for everything, and you gave an analogy that when we're sick, we go to the doctor, and when he cures us, that instills our faith, and, and then when we ask Krishna for everything, then our faith, when he will give, he, that will increase our faith. So Maharaj, I, I just wanted to share something personal and ask you a question here. When I was really very sick, there is one Mataji, and she has a lot of faith in Krishna. And I think she's sitting here as well. And she told me that Krishna se She was really telling me like this in a joking way, but she really meant it. Because whenever she's been sick, she prays to Krishna and she becomes okay. Generally she keeps good health. So your class is just making me think, Maharaj, that sometimes we reason that we have this body, so we need to go, but Krishna can thread an elephant through the eye of the needle. So then, what yeah. is there, there are two ways of looking at it. Like, completely depend upon Krishna and don't worry about anything. But my point is, that's a very advanced stage. Everybody won't be in that stage. There is another way of looking at it. Pray to Krishna and see that so many arrangements Krishna has made and take advantage of those arrangements and remain grateful. Like, 
praying to Krishna, you see, like sometimes it happens, like some very advanced devotees don't want to take any, take any, uh, any other help. They want to simply depend on Krishna. But that's a very advanced stage. Now, you see, our devotional service is natural growth. Like for example, when you're a baby, Aren't you expected to behave like a baby? Or when you are a baby, you should behave like a grown-up. Like when we are also, similarly, when you are babies in spiritual life, let's behave like babies. Why should we try to behave like a grown-up? And main thing is to see that how everything is actually Krishna-like. Just like I give the example of, you're hungry. <coughs> when you're hungry, do you say that you're not going to eat because you're a devotee? Rather, actually very advanced devotees will do that. Like Madhavendra Puri. He never asked for food. If the food came to him, then only he took it. So, but the thing is, uh, that is Madhavendra Puri. Like normally what we are doing, do we say only when the food will come to me, I will eat, otherwise I'll just sit in my room? We are seeing that Krishna arrangement has been made for Krishna Krishna. And therefore we just show up there at 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> now whose arrangement is that? Krishna's arrangement. So our business is to see that how Krishna, everything is arranged by how everything is Krishna's mercy. Now, again to go back to that point. Yes, the Mataji who said that is correct. What she was pointing out, you are depending only on the doctor. Right? I mean, I am just taking her side off. You are depending only on the doctor. But see that the doctor is Krishna's element. That is the real thing. Right? <laughs> Any other question? Sir, so I am not satisfied with your answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, how can I satisfy you? <laughs> okay. Please, uh -huh. Yes. Do you understand what love is? You don't know. So then I have to explain to you what love is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love anybody? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have friends? Yeah. Do you feel something to them? Not really. Huh? Not really. Then you have a problem. <laughs> Because it's all a matter of love. So if you don't know the love, what love is, 
then how can I entertain? Alright? Because if you do not know what love is, how can I tell you how to love someone? Right? Therefore, you have to think about it. You know what love is. You know what love is. Love is when heart, your heart naturally becomes attracted to someone. Did you feel that attraction to anybody? You did. That was. So you got straight into that. So that is it. If you feel that love for the Lord, then that is good. Now you are you are saying you are feeling that for God. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? When you say that you are feeling that love for God, what does it mean? I see. Do you feel any attraction for Him? Okay, now I'll ask you one thing. You said you you love you feel the love for God. Who is God? Huh? See, you are contradicting yourself. You are saying that the first thing you said you don't know what love is. Then you are saying you love God. Then I ask you who is God? And you say you don't know. <laughs> anyway, you read Croker's book, you'll get that. You're coming across right book. You read? Um, do you feel anything for your mother? What do you feel? Respect and love. So there you are. <laughs> You said you don't know what love is. And then you say, for your mother you feel love. <laughs> okay, so what does it mean? You feel for her. <coughs> like if anything happens to her, you feel pain. Right? And so this, this is attraction. This attraction is a, a spirit. This attraction is a spiritual thing. It's not just sensual. Is spiritual in the real sense. So that is love. Love is heart's desire to become united with somebody. Right? And in the material nature, this tendency to become united with somebody. <coughs> is a reflection of that real Like a man wants to become united with a woman and he thinks it is his love for the woman. Or a woman feels that. You are talking about eternal love. Yes, eternal love, you have to first understand what is eternal. And don't just use the expression without understanding it. Right? Okay, let's go into that. Eternal means what? Eternal means? Can you define eternal? 
now. So you see, you use an expression without knowing what it means. I can. I am unable to find words. That means you don't know. If you knew, you could find it. <coughs> Eternal means that does that doesn't have any beginning and will not have any ending. Can you think of you are saying eternal love? So can you think of any relationship that didn't have any beginning and didn't have won't have any end in your present context? No. Because everything began with this body, right? Your relationship with your father and mother developed as soon as you got the body, because of the body. And when the body ends at death, then all the so-called loving relationships will also be Now, which relation will last forever? That won't have any beginning. Now, your body has a beginning and will have an end. But do you believe that you are a spirit soul? The soul, does it have a beginning? Does it, will it have any end? Okay. So to experience that love that is eternal, you have to come to that spiritual end in the context of the soul. So here the question is not what your body wants, what your soul wants. And your soul wants it, is relationship with Krishna. And that relationship is the love. Therefore, you have to practice, you have to learn how to become situated on the spiritual path. Okay, it's not an intellectual thing. It is a matter of spiritual realization. Right? Therefore, I'm saying, you're chanting Hare Krishna, start chanting. If you are serious about this, please start chanting and it will happen. If you are serious about it, please properly. If you are serious about it, associate with the devotees in this world. And it will happen. Now, there are many young boys and girls here who were not devotees before, but by practicing this process, like you know, most of the people here, they were not devotees. Before we came here, but they have become devotees now because they are practicing the process. This boy here, they are sitting next to me, he is from England. He is 17 years old. You are 17? 18. 18. He is 18 years old. He came in contact with the devotees. Through his parents and he changed. You ask him, he has a different, completely different character. He changed. And he came here because he wanted to commit himself for devotion. So why did it happen? Because he had some practical Yes, do you testify that? Sorry. Everyone, the another person sitting next to you, you are a big gangster. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but now he has become a sadhu. Why? Because his body was a gangster. <laughs> but now that his spiritual platform, he has, become, he has completely given up that life. Completely transformed. And that, that applies to everybody. So why should you be an exception? And you, one thing I can assure you, by accepting this process, you'll never lose. You'll only gain. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, I forgot to tell about this character. <laughs> There, just stand up. <laughs> they all are children. But the reality is their bodies are children's bodies. But their souls, they become situated in the spiritual If you talk to them, you'll see they're not in their body. They are wiser than many old people. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Gold Premanand. Yes, Hare Krishna, Jai Shri Ram.